Hello everyone, welcome back. This is Movie Talks. Uh, today, um, we have a lot in store for you. Uh, this is Daniel. This is Fernando. And we have a new guest. Uh, Ernest. Ernest. Uh, first things first, we will talk about a couple of announcements we've, um, we have. Uh, first thing is uh, Movie Talks is now having a uh, YouTube channel. It's called uh, Movie Talks. So uh, we'll show our videos. Um, and if you... It'll be free there to comment, you know, if you have how you like the show, what do you think of, of our ideas, just, you know, just be civil. <laughs> uh, we also have. Our I Instagram. like how you have to like emphasize be civil. <laughs> well, you know, you get you get those toxic guys around there. Place the internet. <laughs> so be sure to also subscribe to our channel. Be sure to like our Instagram. Uh, you can find us as Movie Talks, or if you want to go straight to uh, this, the My Podcast website, you'll be able to find all the channels for for the studio yes all of our links will be within in, in your channels uh if you're on spotify or itunes we will put them right in there and that way you can uh you know follow us and uh learn more what we're discussing excellent all right uh, so uh the first things first uh, we'll, we'll be discussing uh the james gunn announcement about his dc universe that he's trying to create uh we'll also be talking about uh this new show well not well new to me uh, it's called Record of Ragnarok. It's an anime on Netflix. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then we'll start off, we'll have a um, talk about Bullet Train. Yeah, I think a lot of people have seen it, but we, we'll give our little talks. I got something to say about Bullet Train. Oh, so. gosh. See, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and then last off, we will end with a special game. Um, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. So, uh Let's start off with the uh, James Gunn news. Have you guys have you guys ever heard about it or know what's going on with DC? Uh, I mean, I heard his in, uh, involvement with the DC universe. I didn't. You said he was creating a DC universe. Well, he is now the CEO of the Warner Brothers DCU, which is now they're calling it. I mean, he's I the CEO. They made him the CEO. They made him the, the after, so after CEO. trying to cancel him. Well, you know, I guess he did with Guardians, and I don't know. I guess because a Peacemaker made did so good. But, uh, you know, we've heard that everything's being destroyed. They're starting from scratch. Uh, Henry you know, Cavill is not going to be Superman. Go I'm, I'm actually glad because I did not like Zack Snyder films, man. You don't like the – you didn't like – did you like the uh, the four-hour, you know, long-ass show that he made? No. You were like Justice League? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did. I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was Okay. Well, we, how we discussed before, it is the prime example of when studio gets into a, a, an artist's way into creating what he wanted. Now, did it have to be that long? No. You know, I think it actually was, the, the edit was a little better than what we saw in theaters because in theaters it was just like an hour and like 20 minutes of just nonsense. Yeah, because we, we don't even know what's going on. Mm -mm. So I did think when it was released online, the new Zack Snyder cut, I thought it was better. But still, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. Not even 300. That's the only, you can honestly say that's the only thing I like about him. Well, what, you, what don't you like about him? <sighs> I just don't <laughs> like his style. Yeah, it's I think he's too exaggerated. I don't like yeah. his saturated of colors. I actually love that. The, the only thing I like, but that's actually from the cinematographer point of view. But not for, not for Superman. Superman's not, so, like, the difference... With uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, they have to be light, vibrant because of their personality. When you put color out of Superman, he's not that <laughs> Superman. Yeah. He but, was um, in Justice League. 
fuck is uh, it was more superman laser yeah, okay, and the guy yes, on the floor yes, you know yes he was more he was actually made a higher personality and he had that persona especially at the end but like i okay how about this what do you think of henry cavill not being superman no more well kind of sucks because i was I, he, I think henry cavill is, has been a great superman Believe it or not, besides how I feel about Zack Snyder, I think Henry Cavill was excellent. He was an excellent Superman. He was what if you were to see, think about what Superman would be like. Would I be think him. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yeah, I second that. I mean, he was more he 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 personified that character better than Ben Affleck being fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they announced that Ben Affleck was gonna be Batman, I was like, what? Ben Affleck, really? But, no, okay. But what was the worst? Okay, I'm sorry. The worst, worst uh, character choice or casting choice was Ezra Miller as Flash. You in know, my opinion. I never knew about him. I didn't know who he was. So when I saw him, I thought he actually embodied Flash really good. A little too witty for my liking. I, I'm not sure. I don't know anything about Barry Allen, but um, I don't. I, there's certain people's wits in film that a little too much. I just feel like that. That's what's going on with Ezra Miller. But here's the thing. Ezra Miller is is a decent actor. But the direction that Zack Snyder did with him, it's just, it, it wasn't Flash. Yeah, that's, I agree with that. It's just all direction. Mm-hmm. Because Zack Snyder, he, the only thing that he does well is exaggerate things and make look make things look impressive, but he doesn't know how to do, like, good storytelling. What about the only. That's actually where I was going. Like, the only time that I've actually seen good storytelling from Zack Snyder was in Watchmen. But that's more because of Frank Miller, I think. Well, there's a certain adaption skill, you know? No, I think they gave Frank Miller a lot of live. I, I think they won. I think they worked together on that. But, I mean, it's just, it, that, that's like Frank Miller's baby. Wait, Frank Miller did Frank, right? Uh, I think you're thinking about Sin City. Oh, what was the one he did? Oh, well, who was the writer of the? Dude, here's the thing. I don't even know who Frank Miller is. Uh, he, <laughs> he made Sin City. And yeah, he made. I know. He made, I, I thought that was Robert Rodriguez. No, no. He, no, he made the movie. He made the movie, but Frank Miller made the comic books, the, the graphic ah, novels. Ah, okay, okay. See, here's the thing. My take with Zack Snyder and Watchmen is that it was his very first like huge big budget movie. Because even 300 was still considered a low budget. Okay, yeah. it was a small movie, but I feel like. Zack Snyder actually did really good because he knew there was a lot of pressure, especially from a lot of studios, you know, for for the reputation. I think he actually went beyond to try to make Watchmen look good because the storytelling in in Watchmen was amazing. And don't you agree? Like, not a lot of people know about Watchmen, so he had to make it something of his own. Exactly. But where I'm going with this is I feel like he got spoiled with DC. Because he stopped trying. He stopped doing good direction. He stopped caring about the story. And he just wanted to give the people something impressive. Yeah. That's my take on it. Well, when you have uh, Superman destroying a whole freaking city, you know, I was like, dude, yeah, he, that's cool and all, but you think about think, how many people died during that. Yeah, scene. Superman would have never allowed that. Yeah, that's why it was so Isn't weird. That the crazy thing? Like, it, when that was all going down, in, uh, I seen it, you know, in the theaters, uh, I'm sure as you guys did, when that whole thing's going down, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, what the? This is BS, you know. But at the same time, I mean, it would happen in comics, right? It I mean, would. Uh, it's like, why can't we accept what's going on in in, in the real life situation? Uh, I don't know. I don't. 
here's the thing. Zack Snyder went a really dark path, man. He did. Zack Snyder, he just stopped caring about that. He just went dark with everything he did. You know, he tried to make it as Watchmen was. Like, he, he kept the same style of goriness and gruesomeness as Watchmen. That's and he tried to bring that into the DC world when it's not even the same thing. Yeah, it's, has, it's isn't it? Don't you agree? It has to be more lighthearted. What's that? The DC universe compared. Well, no. Oh, yeah. If you think if, if you think about the psychosis of, of certain characters, you know, it doesn't. No, not all. It's like like I understand it's dark, and that's probably why they chose him. Because if you look at Batman, the real comics, he's an sob. Yeah. Batman is savage. He is. He's the most evil person probably there, worse than the Joker, or if not just as bad as the Joker. Yeah. Because in the comics, he is a real savage. Like he he doesn't touch his heart for anything. So what they're going what what i what i see is that they're just trying to appeal to the masses to make him likable like the super uh what do you call it superman and friends yeah <laughs> super friends so i i'm guessing that's why warner brothers wanted to bring uh, warner brothers dc wanted to bring that darkness okay. you know from from Zack Snyder but i don't think he did a good job with it and that and i there was so much they didn't know where they were there was no direction to that because they were trying to go do one way, and then Gal Gadot was doing, and uh, Petty Jenkins and Wonder Woman was doing their own thing, and and I think the the cohesive well wasn't as, and I think they rushed it too. That's one thing I knew when I when I saw as soon as when I saw Batman versus Superman as their second film, I was like I was telling I was like why this happens? Everyone knows this happens when Batman is like fucking old, like in his fifties. So why would you bring this in? I feel like no. they feel rushed by the MC what the MCU has been doing. Oh, yeah, because you know they they were trying to compete when they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's why it's being rebooted, right? I mean. So uh, yeah. with all Trial that, and error. Um, so it, we all know that the, what he announced that he said that uh, the Flash is gonna be is gonna reset everything. So who knows how that's gonna be? Especially of Ezra Miller's. We're not gonna go through that. That's a whole new discussion. But what's going to happen there? So we found out they're going to um, start off again. They're making... So this is a couple of films that they're going to do. They're going to do The Brave and Bold with Batman and and uh, Damien. You know, Batman and his son. They're also going to do a Supergirl movie, which I am actually very interested in. If they do it right. You know? Because not a lot of people really know the Superman, Super uh, Supergirl thing and... I like the old. Ver- I, I don't care what people say. The old nineteen eighty uh, version, it was fun. Um, they're making a Swamp Thing, which that's my shit. Back when I was young, <laughs> um, bo- they're, they're doing a booster. Glow. I don't know what that is. The Lanterns. They're, they're doing a little TV series. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you real quick, and I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit. And and, and I just thought about this: is what the DC promise. Uh, James Gunn to join Warner Brothers and leave the MCU. Ooh, be controversial. See, that's that's where my head is at right now. It's like, why did he leave? And because you know, once he's in DC, he's not going to be able to direct any more Guardians or oh, any more. Well, this is the last MCU. Guardians. Well, he did state that. Uh, I mean, it's not his specific reason for leaving, but that he had done what he wanted to do with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and now that the third one's gonna conclude everything that they've done, there's really nothing else for him to do. Yeah, but in that world, you know, it wasn't part of it. Is because of what happened with him with the whole social media thing that people wanted to cancel him. Like that's one thing I knew that they were like they were about to they were they, were, they wanted to fire him, but because of course 
Guardians 2 was so successful. They're like, oh, shit, do we leave money on the table and not have the third one? Or, you know, hey. Bring him back. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Bring him hey, back buddy. or canceling. Yeah. Bring him back and then cancel him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awful. But didn't he do... Um, he Before did, he got canceled, he moved game. to D.C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a backup plan for sure. <laughs> well, he did. Um, what, What's that D.C. movie? Um, but Peacekeeper, uh, Suicide Squad. He did that, right? Right, right. Yeah, and that the was, new one? Yeah, the newest one. He did the new one? Mm-hmm. He and like it, rebooted it or whatever he did. It was horrible. Was he it? Uh, with John Cena? Yeah, with John Cena. I haven't seen it, but I mean, it's supposed I, to be I didn't great. like it. I personally like the first was, one better. It was fine. That's what I said. It's I one personally those like the first one better, man. Nah. Yeah, the first one was doo-doo, sorry. Yeah, that, that, that was horrible. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> What's yeah. the name of the director who did that one? Um, I forgot his David name. David Ayers did the first one. Yes, but he did a really such a good job with uh, Fury. He did. Oh no, mm-hmm. yeah, Fury. Okay, Fury is one of my underrated movies. That you watch it again, you're like, oh, these guys are disgusting. Like, how the fuck do? Why are we watching these people? But that's the whole fucking point. And that's the thing. He tried to bring in his war, because uh, he he's he was part of the military. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? David what? David uh, Ayers. No, it's not wasn't. Uh, man, I forgot his name. I got I gotta look him up right now. But um, give us some clues. He he was he was in the military, which is why Fury was so good and it was very detailed. But I think like he tried to bring in the same thing to Suicide Squad, and it just it just no, wasn't he, a war. And I feel like he tried a little hard to make it look very realistic, but he just didn't have the knowledge or well, think about like a villain would. True, because like, he tried to make it. He tried to put Fury into that war instead of having the fun, which. When you go into a comic book movie, you kind of have to have some stupid fun. And let's be honest, that movie is so stupid. You gotta go. Either, I always tell people, you go all either all in or don't go at all because you you live halfway of a film. You're just fucking leaving it a lot on table. David Ayer. David Ayers. What did I say? David? Ayer. Ayer. Yeah. Like oh. A Y E R. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, that's the most of it. Um. They also oh oh also the Batman movie, um, that that movie and the Joker is not gonna be part of this universe. What uh, Pattinson's? Yeah, Patterson's and uh, Walking Phoenix. So they're gonna let them continue to do the, those movies, but they're ca- they're calling it Elseworld franchise, uh-huh. which is nice because so it's gonna be the the DC universe plus the Batman and. And the Joker is a separate universe. Yes, they're not completely they're not, different from. Yeah, they're each not going to let it combine. They're actually going to have different actors. I'm glad. I'm really glad, actually, because I think if they spoil the Joker for me, because I think he did such a good job, Joaquin Phoenix, and if they spoil it with like their stupid like decisions, oh. you know, what that Warner has been doing is just going to bother me so much. Plus, how can you have the main character now become a side character to Robert Patterson? I mean, you know. Right. And by the way, I'm sorry to correct it, but it's Pattinson. Pattinson? Yeah. <laughs> Pattinson. Sorry to oh. correct you, but Pattinson. <laughs> no, it's Pattinson. No, Pattinson. Pattinson? A-A-T-T-I-N-S-O-N, I believe. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. I thought it was Pattinson. Yeah. I call him, I always I call him, him Rob. Just, We're on first name basis. Yeah, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> We're cool like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just call him Harry Potter cat guy. Oh, my Harry God. Potter. Yeah. He, I, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he he can line on that movie. I forgot. Uh, that or he can be Edgar, uh, Ed, Edward. 
don't know. Uh, people, too many people hold that against him. I, I was one of those here's people. A, yeah, me, me too. But he started coming out and doing better movies. Yeah, he's great, man. He got out of that corny teenage. Uh, uh, he has range for sure. You know. Absolutely. I don't know if you if you watched the movie where he's in space. Um, uh, light, high life. High life. Yeah, that was crazy. He did really good what in about that movie. The lighthouse. He did amazing in that. He did great movie. in that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see him in that i saw a whole new character yeah, for sure and and that's actually why people started believing in him because he they, he started to prove to producers and directors that he actually had range instead of like that teenage it was just well, a bad start i guess you know well, you, you know whenever you have a childhood stars it takes a while for them to get out of that persona i mean yeah. look at Harry, look at uh, a kid who did harry potter uh, daniel Radcliffe. he does great movies now but yeah. For a while, I, I saw. Oh, look! It's Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know the same thing happened to me with Matt Damon. I cannot take him serious anywhere else. Why? What movie? <laughs> what movie? Uh, well, for Team America, you just keep no, no, no. I cannot take him serious after watching The Born Identity. Oh. The Born Identity for me was his top. I cannot see him in any other movie that if it's not him kicking ass. Oh, what about the I last see duel. I do. I can't. No. I, I think he just looks silly with he his looks, long yeah, hair. Yeah, now yeah, hear me yeah, out. When I seen the trailer, I'm like, what the? Like him and uh, who else? Ben Affleck. They just both look ridiculous, right? Ben that's Affleck looks ridiculous. It's a great movie. It Dude, is. I, I can't. Here's the thing. I cannot watch him anywhere else. <laughs> I can't. For I some reason, every time I see Matt Damon cameo or be in another movie, it's like, no, where's Jason Bourne? <laughs> I need him to kick ass. Like, hey, he. Well, he does kick that. ass in the last duel. Yeah, yeah, and well, he, he kind of silly with his long hair, man. Well, he it looks so fake. He has a mullet, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, a, man. it's a freaking mullet. <laughs> I can't see. I cannot see him do anything else than born. I did. I feel like he did such an amazing job. It was like a stepping stone for, for his job, for his work. Well, what do you think about Martian? Martian was okay. Okay. I actually I watched that. I was I was able to tolerate that movie and watch it. I think he did okay in that one. I think the science behind that made me more interested, which is yeah, weird to sure. say that science. You know, th- out of the, like the whole movie, the thing that that I really remember about it is how he used people's poop. Oh yeah, to to oh, grow potatoes. <laughs> yeah, he was like, what, a botanist. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they they said they said that's that that's completely hundred uh, percent true. And it's funny because I've thought about it. It's like, what if I use my poop to grow my own plants? Yeah. Will it work? Well, yeah, it's. For, I mean, they, that's what they use for regular fertilizer. So, I mean. I wouldn't no, but I wouldn't. Th- people won't use like human feces. Well, you just wouldn't mm. want to like touch it. Well, you don't want to, but I'm sure you can convert it if you, you know, push came to shove, right? I mean, oh, man. So, but anyway, takeaway. That's what I remember from that movie, and I was able to tolerate Matt Damon. So that's. You said that, who who was saying that that was accurate? Oh, uh, oh, I've gone through like uh, G. The G. You know how G does their own uh, uh, behind the scenes, mm. and they said, oh, this is how and. Neil deGrasse Tyson, a lot of the science behind Martian is actually true. Mm-hmm. So Ridley Scott discovered how to live on Mars? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, of course. Well, here's the science. thing. It, it's not, it shouldn't come to a shock because even um, Interstellar, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about time travel. And the director, Christopher Nolan, he actually locked himself up in, in, in a cabin in Lake, in Lake Tahoe for six months and talked to scientists throughout the whole time. So even he was learning about time itself. Yeah. Those two movies were like, was really accurate. The science is on, on point. On point. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know about that. Now, uh, I'd like to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Sure. That's the beauty about movies because sometimes we just look at it and it's like, 
wow, I wish it could be real. Right. Or yeah. sometimes you think like, is that accurate? You know, I mean, exactly. I it makes you question, and that's the beauty of it because sometimes you. I wouldn't say some people wouldn't call it beauty, but there are times where you just say it's like, you know, I wish that was real. You can actually mm. do that for real. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be really cool. But then it turns out that it is like, for example, in Interstellar, they they kind of semi discovered time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's like, wow, that is cool. But if you sit down and really listen to all the information and all the research they do to make a good movie. That's what really like fails me. No, I feel that. that's why I like really Scott. He gets in depth with that type of stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh. And same, same with um. That's what's interesting about the Last Duel to kind of bring it back there. It's like in that movie they go over um the beliefs they had in those medieval days. And yeah. It, they're just ridiculous. No, I think Ridley Scott has done a really good job, especially with Gladiator. Mm-hmm. You know, back in his old days, I think he was really good. Except showing the uh, hydraulics uh, tank in the uh, chariot. Oh, I did hear about that, yeah. but I, I haven't seen it. Oh, dude! After see, after looking at it, you can't. You always see that. There's all his mistakes in that movie. Is just so well known. Even the uh, did you okay? There's a scene, and we'll get off. We'll we'll go on to the next one. But there's a scene where uh, Russell Crowe throws. You know when he throws the sword into the stands, you can see a cameraman just ducking right, pointing right at him. And I'm now that I'm knowing it, that's all I see. I see. Dude, I, here's the thing. I've known about these things, and you know, even Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean, where you can see like the crew member in the background and whatnot. It was very mentioned on on YouTube, but I still don't care. Like mm-hmm. I personally get into the story so deep, and I live in those characters that I don't even pay attention Marcus to anything else, mm-hmm. unless it's very obvious. Like for example, reflections with the camera that you can see them in the background. Oh yeah. I mean, that bothers me, but at the end of the day, if I like the movie and I'm into the story, it's like, dude, I'm not paying attention to anything else. Yeah. It's sometimes it's, it they, they come in unintentionally, though. Like, y- you're not sure if that was supposed to happen. Like, uh, have you ever seen the It Comes at Night? I have not seen that one. Have you? No, what happened in that one? Well, in a scene, there the dog is barking in the woods and it shows the woods behind a distant tree. You see a, it's like a little body move behind the tree. Now, I'm not sure if that was an error. Or part of the story, but it, there's nothing I can't find anything on it. So stuff like huh. that, I'm like. And here's the thing, movies can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it has the budget, you know, millions and millions of dollars in budget, it's still human error. You know, to have like those little mistakes. There's there's things that are unavoidable. Like even in Game of Thrones, you know, they had the, oh, the Starbucks cup. cup. The Starbucks cup, yeah. Well, what's the what's the most famous mistake movie? Jaws. How? Oh, man. I don't know about that. We're going to have to do a whole discussion on how everything fucked up in Jaws. Uh, I'm yeah. swearing a lot. Elaborate, yeah. But yeah. No, um, the reason why they had the shark view is because the shark didn't work. What the, the what the actual whole vision of Spielberg had is that he wanted to make this big, giant shark and just show it. Mm-hmm. But Bruno, which, which is the name of the shark, the fins would be messing up. The uh, Sometimes it will sink to the ground. There will be some scenes. Was it the animatronics? Yeah, because I mean, back in the days, they, they shot it in the water. Yeah. And back in those days, you don't do that. You don't do that. Nothing out of that because you don't. You know how ocean is very. It's it's all over the place. It can go. Yeah. It can be high tide, low tide. So, I mean, he was about to get fired from that film. That's how. That's they were so behind. They had. They had. They were so behind. They had budget was going all the crazy, and he's like, dude, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna get out of this. <laughs> right. So. That's when they decide how you know how they do the camera with the uh, underwater. I think they did, they put a bucket under the water, bucket or say something, 
and that's how they just made the you know the point of view of the shark. Hmm. I mean, there's so m- I mean, you can make a whole podcast on how really i'm gonna have to look that one up because i have absolutely no idea what you're talking about i might have to do some research oh it's um does that well you ever been in universal studios well yeah but i don't know like the things that he's talking about like all the errors and the mistakes that that went on to making the movie isn't well i ask because that jaws he's always malfunctioning I mean, mm-hmm. I have a Ryan went Still there. yet? Yeah. I oh mean, they ne- I'm like, damn, did they ever fix this guy or what? And, oh, he's not working today, so sorry. Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, maybe it's the Well, that's where they, I mean, obviously, you guys know, that's where they filmed a lot of the scenes. Mm-hmm. So. I thought they did it up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, whatever that northern. Well, I'm sure they switched places, but. I'm Universal sure they did a couple of scenes, too, yeah. Huh. They have that huge um, but yeah. water bank or water pool where they filmed a lot of stuff for, a lot of stuff for, I uh, Jaws and you know yeah. several several movies. Well, a lot of it had to, no, I think some they did on on uh, on in the studio. But all right, but we should move on yeah. <laughs> because well, I, okay, I'm well, sure we can stay here. You know, yeah, we'll the entire podcast all day. <laughs> uh, so as I'm looking at this, I think that uh, DC does have a chance to at least not be in the same level as Marvel, but you know, just make an entertaining story and maybe something cohesive in which people can be entertained and not just feel lost so let me put it to you this way if james gunn can bring what he did to dc what he did with guardians of the galaxy i'm all in yeah i just i'm afraid that but you didn't like um sorry didn't mean to cut you off but you say you didn't like uh suicide squad but james gunn didn't do suicide squad yeah he did he did the new one one. oh but the new one oh i thought we were talking about the old one no no, the, the new one yeah no i didn't like it but if he can bring what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm good. I don't think he's gonna direct it though. That's the thing. He's, he's not, not gonna, gonna direct these movies. He's just he's he's the CEO. He's not gonna. He's like the Kevin Feig of it all. Yeah. yeah. Oh what? Yeah, okay. I know you mentioned it earlier, but okay. Yeah. So no, that's I got what you. I'm saying. He's just he just oh, well, damn. He, he he. They're collecting what they. Hey, I'm sure he's gonna direct one film. Um. So let's move on to the uh, this movie that you told me about last night. A uh, record of Ragnarok. Uh, it is a, a an anime. On uh, Netflix, I think it's a Netflix original, right? It is, yeah. And uh, I know it was uh, first a m- manga, and a lot of people was really hyped to see this, and there was mixed reviews. But uh, let me let me ask, what do you, what, what's your take on this first? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I was watching. I finished watching it again, season two. I watched it twice. Uh-huh. And so, well, what's it about? What's the whole? So, gist? Record of Ragnarok is a battle against humanity, gods against humanity. So, humans against God, and they do a tournament uh, for the survival of the, of humans because the gods come to a conclusion that humanity is just messing up really bad, and they need to be annihilated. So, all the gods get together and they agree that humanity has to cease to that it needs to cease to exist. So. What happened, a demigod, which is a half-god, half-human, uh, proposes a tournament for survival of humanity. That if they, if humanity wins against the gods, they will keep on living. And Zeus, which is the mightiest of them, all the gods, agrees to the tournament because he thought that humans were so puny and so useless. And he just saw humanity as like the the worst piece of garbage in the world. He thought that they weren't going to battle the gods in any way. So Zeus agreed, and the tournament begins, and it's a battle of humans against gods. 
Which okay, so with that, that's so that's so unfair. It, it's very unfair. Yeah. That's why they agreed. Wait, I know. I mean, I, okay. So I watched it. I, I, that's my mindset. Like, no, right? Like how? How? They're regular people. So Brimhilda, she creates guns for the humans to be able to battle the gods. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. because not they all. It wasn't the same. It was, and it wasn't typical weapons. Well, I mean, what did what did the first one have? I can't remember. Well, the very first one was it was Lubu versus. It was um, it was a lance. Oh. It was like a it was Lubu. Yeah. Uh, but he had a lance that was fitted just for him for his battle styles. So Brimhilda is a Valkyrie, and Valkyries in history are the ones who carry the fallen warriors to heaven. Okay. They're the messengers. So Brimhilda being a demigod, she feels bad. She wants humanity to keep living. I'm not saying that she is all pure and mighty. I'm sure she has bad intentions as to why she wants humanity to keep going, or maybe she just wants to defeat the gods or put up a fight against them. But in in the show, what we've seen so far is that she wants to rip the gods apart. She wants to shred them. So she has some kind of hated hate, uh, hatred towards them. Oh, absolutely. Did they ever show it? <sighs> hints. They uh, do hints. You know, I'm for my my theory. Zeus probably was her ex ex boyfriend. Mm. No, you know what? You know, it probably he probably raped her. Or Valkyrie baby mom. Well, because you know, if you know about Zeus, Zeus is a He's a player. Zeus has always been a player. He would sleep. That's how basically Hercules was born. He went down to Earth and slept with his mom and boom, was gone. So I can see there's some, you know, something going on that's making her just hate the gods. I mean, she's not like Kratos who just just wants to kill everybody. No, no, but there's some intentions there that we don't know what's going to happen, but something will happen. But all we know so far is that she wants to humiliate the gods. And, I, and who was that little girl? That, was that just her sister? Oh, so the Valkyries, apparently there's 13 Valkyries, and she's one of the sisters. I see. Yeah, so each Valkyrie has a, has a certain power, okay? And she chose the Valkyries with each power for the fighters that are in the, for the human fighters in the tournament. So each Valkyrie has to go with a fighter that has like a similar type of strength to be able to give him exactly the powers that he needs to be able to challenge the gods. Yeah, because these are normal people. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go over some of the um, some of the battles that they have. Uh, the first one was Thor versus Lubu. Now, um, do do you guys know about the romancing of the of the the romancing the kingdoms, the three kingdoms? No. I okay, so. Lubu, this is why it's it was hard for me to watch because I know Lubu because from Dynasty Warriors. I don't know if you guys played that game, but he was the badass. He was the one where he was the, he was the boss in which you look at him and then you you bucket because you're gonna die automatically. So for him to go against Thor, I was, I just I knew he was gonna die. Um, well, everyone thought that, even the gods. Yeah. But one of the clever things that Brumhilda did. Brumhilda didn't tell the gods that she was going to be using the Valkyries to enhance oh, so she the human's power. So that's how she. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Is but this a graphic show? A, a gory show? It's semi-graphic. Cool. Yeah, there's definitely there's there's de- certainly blood and decapitation. Okay. It's <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the second fight was against Zeus and Adam. Now, if you 
Adam so can, being Adam, Adam and Eve. Yeah, Adam of our Eve. very first human ever. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was totally odd because I'm thinking, did Adam have? Was he even that strong? Like you know, it was like you know, you you know the. I don't even know. Could he be considered a mythical creature too? Yeah, absolutely, because he he's actually the son of. He was the very first human created in the image of Zeus. That's what I'm saying. Of so the gods. Like, how can you make he was the him first alpha male ever? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he had like a wife and two sons. I mean, Cain and Abel was still there alive. Mm-hmm. So that was I was kind of weirded out. I'm like, okay, well, this. But is he's still human though. But Brumhilda gave him a Valkyrie to be able to challenge uh, well, and Zeus. Y- yeah. What was the, uh, it? Was crazy. The weapon he gave her, uh, he gave him, or she gave him, was brass knuckles. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, here's the thing, Adam. That's what was best suited for Adam. The Valkyries turn into the the perfect weapon for the humans. No, right. But, but brass. I, I thought that was brutal. Brass knuckles because they they went at it just just like Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> just out. Yeah, you know, it, there's like a little scene there that reminded me of Dragon Ball. Yeah, they're just, just like, like ah. Like uh, super now this is where it kind of for me, kind of went in a eh, is when the second fight, Poseidon versus Kajiro Sasaki. Oh, I, that was my favorite fight. But he, yeah, but here's the thing: I when you read about okay, the good thing about it is that they're using real people, mm-hmm. and when they put in Kajiro Sasaki, which a lot of Japanese people would know, he was the guy who died from the Miyamoto Mushimo Mushima. I think that's the. But it, like the the guy who killed him was the famous samurai. He's the one who never lost a battle. I mean, he he killed thirty two men on his own. I mean, there's a legend of all this stuff, and they picked that guy. Yeah, because and, and they actually explained that one on the show. And they did. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. Here's the thing. Once and this is the the point that he made as to why he wanted to be chosen, because when you die people just stop caring that's what they made it out to be all the people who died they just stopped caring about bettering themselves and this guy when he died he was young but when he came into the battle he was old right but that's he explained that it's because he kept his journey he kept trying to get better even after death after death Uh uh-huh so it's 400 years of just continuous knowledge yeah, that's why he was old in that show. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, again, that was, I just would, I would have gone a different route. There's so many other, um, you know, samurais they could have picked. Here's the thing. The thing about Record of Ragnarok is not so much the fightings that I love. Yes, they're really good and they're impressive. But the thing that I love the absolute most about it is their backstories. Ugh. The backstories, because it uh, it tells you from the very beginning how they're made. Like, what drives them to be in that fight? What drives them to be a, a, a stand up and fight for the, the gods or the humans? Well, I'm glad you asked that because you said that because this, the next fight threw me off more. Oh, yeah. It's even better. Yeah. Because I don't understand because the next one was Hercules, which is a demigod. Yeah. Who fights for humans and all that stuff. He fights Jack the Ripper. <laughs> like th- that threw me off and they made Jack the Ripper an old English dude that loves well, tea that loves tea well he was wasn't he yeah how is he uh, first of all I still believe that Jack the Ripper is Prince Albert but <laughs> we're not gonna yeah they never caught him they so. never caught him so they don't well that's but besides again. the point 
But how is he considered a god? I'm, I'm no, he's no, not. No, he, this is remember. This is a battle between humans and gods. Yeah. So he so was what a, Brim, he was fighting for humans. Yeah. So what mm. Brimhilda did, he picked the most the most badass humans in the history of ever, and okay. Jack the Ripper is one of them. And they show the list of the fighters, and Nikola Tesla is gonna be a, in in season three. I think. Oh my god! It's like superpower beatdown. Yeah, ever watched it? Yeah, but it's like the most genius, the most powerful humans in history of humanity, with the help of a demigod that gives them superpowers to fight the gods. Okay, so, and they're still writing more seasons to be had. So there's supposed to be thirteen fights, oh thirteen, thirteen fighters from each side, but you need seven to win the all tournament. And there is in the first season there was three battles, and season two there was there was two battles. So we have five battles uh, that has happened. We need two more for the tournament to be over. Mm-hmm. So so far the score in season one, season two is uh, two gods. Uh, is a two is a tie right now at the moment. I think. Yeah, it's Jack the Ripper kills Hercules. Yeah, that's that's the fourth fight. So. Wait, hold on. That's the fourth fight because after Jack the Ripper... It's Shiva versus Radiant. Yeah, exactly, and Shiva won. So the gods are three and the humans have two. So in order to win the tournament, you need seven wins. That's another... That was another fight. That's just so not fair. It was a great fight. No, I know, but... I I thought Shiva fighting a sumo wrestler is so unfair. It was (laughs) E-Honda. Yeah, I was surprised he's not, but no, it was a small... It was one of the small um, sumo wrestlers that was just famous because of his techniques. Like, why don't they pick someone who... Like Chuck Norris or something? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sure <laughs> they... You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. I mean, Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee, yeah. um, Theodore Roosevelt. But here's the thing. Some of these humans that, that were chosen for the tournament, they're the most evil, uh, the most supernatural, the most cunning humans that ever lived. So think of Nikola Tesla, because I think I saw him in the list in the very first episode. Yeah, he's going to be in that. So he is one of the brightest minds in the world. Imagine if one of the you give uh, the brightest mind in the world a human power, a, a God power. Yeah, we can stand up to the gods. The only reason that the gods think they could win is because they have the superpower. They have the weapons. That humans don't have. So next fight will be Tony Stark versus um, Zeus. Uh, Elon Musk. Oh, no, Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out with a, he comes out with a flamethrower on Twitter. He'd be like, "I'm tweeting about you." Oh! <laughs> cancel, cancel Stark. I'm gonna cancel you, God. You're gonna stop believing in you. <laughs> which okay, which proves my one point. I will say this: the greatest way to kill a god is not to believe in him. Yeah. And that, that is what... Um, so you know who you did to pick. Oh, man, I forgot the name of that movie. Uh, a ti- the Titans. Attack of the Titans? No. Oh, a Clash of the Cl- Clash, Clash of the Titans? Titans. Yes, Clash of the Titans. Yes. That, uh, just, that movie was great. I just wanted Wait to make that minute. point. Hold on. <laughs> we want, before you even say another word, which Clash of the Titans? The first one. The, the 19, old 1970 Oh, hell no. No, no, no. The I'm talking about the new one. The one with Sam Worthington. Yeah. I like that was a good movie. Second one, they messed up, but I liked it. The first one was a classic. But anyways, moving on from that. <laughs> but that's all I have to say about that show. I think it's great. Uh, Record of Ragnarok came to be my favorite anime. Now, uh, 
not to ruin things, but there was a lot of people who hated it. Really? And I'll I'll just tell you the reasons why. Uh, One of them is because the animation style seemed like it was all over the place. Which, Mm -hmm. if you are, I think, if you were a hardcore anime manga person who read the books and the anime, you know, and watched the anime, you kind of would be like, yeah, this thing is, you know, fanboys. Like, whatever. What about them? The other one was because of the frequent frequent, um, flashbacks, which got to me. It was like watching Naruto all over again. Now, I mean, I... Oh, so you're not like the flashbacks? Dude, they did it in the middle of a... I mean, really, it was like watching Super um, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to fight you, and then they have a backstory, and I'm, I'm... See, here's the thing. I am with you on that. I personally don't like flashbacks, okay? But the reason I could stand these flashbacks is because they're origin stories. Well, yeah. See, usually flashbacks are... They're they're made for lazy writers who can't write a better a good story, but the reason I love these flashbacks is because they're actually very complex, like they're actual origin stories to tell you how they got to where they are. But see, that wasn't the real complaint. It's not the flashbacks; it's where they placed it, mm-hmm. and that I kind of understand. I mean, when you're into a battle, it's like watching Dragon Ball Z, where like. You know, they, su- uh, they super up, and then by the time it's for the fight, it's like, hey, until next time, this will happen. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, they have like a two-episode conversation, and yeah. then they'll fight finally. And they'll fight for like two minutes, and it's like, okay, why couldn't we just stop that have the conversation after? But I I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's I'm not going to – it's not my top anime, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Cause I, but Look, let me tell it's you. It's not fair because I watch a lot. The reason I – I like it, and this is just me coming from a director and, and you know and writer, a screenwriter point of view. I personally love those backstories, man. Like I love to see how a person comes to be. It's just I guess it's just part of my psychology now as a director to be able to break down the characters little by little. Like for example, the movie Joker, which is a, an origin story. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant because. I like to see how people develop into the people they are. And even they even showed that with Jack the Ripper. Yeah. They well. showed that with Jack the Ripper, with all the fighters that went in there, even the gods and even the humans, they show exactly how they become who they are. And that, for me, is one of the most beautiful things that you can observe as a human being, the changes in people. So as our final verdict, is this, would you binge it? Take it easy. Don't watch it again. Oh, dude, I already told you. I binged it already. And I I watched the season two. Season two came out two days ago. Did you watch it all in one night? Yes. God damn. Okay, so season two came out. I finished it in a day. And then the next day I watched season one. And then I watched season two again. All right. Well. So, yes, binge watch for me. uh, For me, if I could recommend it, uh, there are better better animes out there that has uh, fighting such as Baki, um, Baki is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naruto, which you know that takes forever. Uh, so I would say you, I would say if you watch it, watch the first. The first episode is the best, and kind of like ease on through it and see if you like it or not. It does get better in the second season. I will get that, but the first two, first five episodes, it oh, I had to grind it up because again the best. <laughs> How many episodes per uh, season? I think it's 12? 12, yeah. That's why it was a lot. Yeah, but they're 20-minute uh, episodes, man. 
Hey, some twenty oh, see, minutes. That's not bad. T- some twenty minutes takes longer, man. Just saying. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes, man. I mean, you you spend an hour on your social media. I'm just saying, sometimes it feels longer than thirty minutes. <laughs> but before we go, we have a special game. Now, this I for this is exciting. This is the first time we be doing it. It's we will now be in this game. I have six index cards. And in there's our movies I don't think you've ever seen. And some there'll be oh boy. two bad ones, like good but bad. Um, okay, so you got seven. six cards, and we have to choose how many? You have to choose one that you will have to review. If you do, if you have seen this movie, these movies, then we'll pick another one. Okay. But it's, right. t- wait, hold on. I mean, just, so it's two bad ones, two con- either controversial or I would say Mm, something that that's not woke friendly. Okay, and then, so and for the last one, there's one musical. So the reason you're doing this is because I don't watch enough movies, and you want me to actually watch something that I don't like watching. Is that what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. Oh, or okay. to see where we at because I've, there's some there's some some movies that are so bad, and I want to know your your uh, reaction How bad they are. as a director. <laughs> well, see, this is why he doesn't want to watch movies. You're giving him bad movie hey, recommendations. <laughs> this is giving me. Hey, these are not like they're not bad. Well, no, there's uh, there's gonna be worse. Okay, I'm gonna. You're you're lucky. I only pick these movies. All right. So how many do I have to pick? Uh, just one. You're just picking one. one, and then you have to watch it. I'll watch. We'll all watch it again, and um. Well, we'll talk about it with Bullet Train on the next episode. I'll see how much you actually. I mean, we'll see. We'll All right, let's check. see. Oh, are you kidding me right oh, now? Oh, oh, really? Oh, flip it over. Let's see. Let's uh, see. Let's see. What is it? What is it? Okay. Tick, tick, boom. Oh, I damn. knew it. I somehow knew it. I don't know what. Oh, man. One, this is a musical. Okay, so the reason why I uh, do not, he does not watch it, it is the one is the one musical that you have not watched. Okay. I haven't seen the only, the, I think I've only seen one musical, man, and that's La La Land. All right. And I don't even consider that a musical. I'll give you a choice before. You have your choice. Throw in the deck, and next week I'll add two musicals in here. Or you can and then or excuse me, throw in there. I'll add two musicals the next round. You can pick another one, but it is the last choice you have. No, I'll watch it. (laughs) No, I'll watch it. Okay, so and then I'll rip you a new one. The next next one will be Tick Tick Boom. You will find it on Netflix. Uh, I hope it's still in there. I think it's a Netflix original. If anything, I'll probably just rent it out. No, that's not. It's 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 on. It has to be Netflix because okay. it, it is original. It's starring Andrew Garfield. So, and, oh, um, Andy. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's not bad. and has Vanessa Hutchinson. So at least there's someone you know good you can be looking. The at. music's good. The music's good. That's kind of rare. I'm just not a musical person, man. I feel you. I, feel you. I, I think I'm just not. I, I, if I'm gonna go in a movie, it's gotta have some action and some drama. Well, this not, I don't want to sing want, hey, to the drama. Last choice. You can throw it back in. Yeah, you're in a city of gambling. You might as well. Yeah. You're in Vegas. You can gamble it. it. Here's the thing. I might live in a city of gamble, but I don't take gambles, man. I'd rather just do this yeah. so I don't have more musical choices next week. I'll just stick it up. All right. So uh, next week, uh, Fernando is going to suffer. Well, this week's Fernando's going to suffer. <laughs> in, a musical. Uh, it's not, he's not going to suffer in this. I'll tell you that. It's a really good movie. But he will give us our review. Now, I'll give you the thing. If you do not like it, you have to at least give 40, 40 minutes of No, I'll finish, I'll finish watching it, but I just can't you, guarantee I'll stay awake. Karen, uh, you have to make sure he does 
watch it with the uh, with the sound on. <laughs> I can't just watch it with subtitles. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> he has to actually. And if we start hearing him start singing these songs, we know it's good. <sighs> All right. So I'm looking forward next week. Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, movies will be coming in, including Tick, Tick, Boom. And um, we're going to uh, actually we'll go through with a uh, bullet train unless we find something better. Yeah, we will. We'll probably go through that. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, so, again, signing off, please give us any comments. Uh, like the video on YouTube if you know it. Uh, you know, you can find us on there, my spotcast or Movie Talks. Movie Talks and even on Instagram, Movie Talks LV. There's a couple on there. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Daniel, saying, thank you so much. As always, it's always a pleasure. Saying good signing Ernest, off. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you so much for you know coming and sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I hope you have you know, come back again. This is Daniel. This is Fernando. This is Ernest. And this is Movie Talks. Good night, folks. Good night.